You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Oh, and welcome to episode 97 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. I think you should do that moving forward. Oh. You know what you sound like every time you do that voice? What? The TikTok sound that's like, her arms were cut off. Her legs were cut off. Oh. (laughs) You yes. sound beautiful. We are back. Bitches. <laughs> um, if you follow us on social media, obviously you have an idea of what's going on, but we have been sure. kind of MIA for a We have. While. Yep. We kind of fell off the radar there for a minute. Um, do you want to take them through the saga of what has all been happening over I the past? we need to go through it together. Okay. Let's start from the beginning, and we just need to apologize that I'm full of snot yeah. and sinus infection and... <laughs> You want us back, you get what you get. This is what you get. I'm on the uphill. Mm-hmm. Not uphill, downhill. Uphill? On the up and up? I don't know. Okay, we're going up. I don't know. Yeah. We're in a good direction. She's getting better. Um, I have a voice. I sound a little yes. less like Justin Bieber. Yeah. Yeah, you did uh, have the Bieber. Oh, our fridge wanted to be on the show too. <laughs> you did have the uh, Justin Bieber voice there for a hot minute. Yes. Um, so, right. apologies for any snot. I got my tissues and... Yes. Everything. So <laughs> we'll see how, how this goes. But mm-hmm. I think we go back we go back to Sunset Beach. Yeah. So let's start God, there. that seems forever ago. It was. So, um, yes. so we didn't record obviously that week because we're like, hey, it's we're on vacation. vacation. And that was fun. It was great. We enjoyed it. Um we're not really beach people. No. Um, but we went on the beach and I was just doing like a Google search of mm-hmm. Sunset Beach and I found a fun little adventure for us to take. It was about a two mile walk. Yeah, it was a long walk. <laughs> um, and then we actually got Gabby Ghoul and Jeff wanted to tag along. Yeah. So a family walk. <laughs> um, it was called the Kindred Mailbox. Yes. Um, or Kindred Spirit Box. Yes. Mailbox. Um, so it's in the middle of the, the beach. beach. <laughs> Literally. Um, it's kind of like up on a dune mm-hmm. and it's just a random mailbox. Yeah. Um, filled with journals and pens and you basically pick a journal and you can read through them and then you're welcome to write a message yourself. Did you say it was like hot as balls or something? I said something like sappy and cute and you said you did. I think you said something about love and I said that, you know, my (laughs) boobs were sweating and it was a very long walk, but it was a nice mailbox. (laughs) (laughs) This is a nice mailbox. (laughs) It had gotten significantly hotter by the time we got there. Yeah. So the two mile walk back was not the most fun we've ever been on. No, but we got in the water and that, was that helped. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So we had our week at the beach and that was fun. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of towards the tail end of it, um, my grandfather, so my, my dad's dad, uh, started kind of declining, um, and ended up, you know, getting admitted to the hospital. Um, and he lived in Myrtle beach, which mm-hmm. is, I mean, it's probably 45 minutes from sunset. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like south of mm-hmm. Sunset? Yeah, not far. Um, so, obviously, that kind of put a stop to vacation. My dad went to Myrtle Beach to, you know, help with that. And we came home not really knowing what to do. And, I mean, it was maybe a few days later when he passed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that all happened quite quickly. And, you know, when when people pass away, there's just things that have to get done. I didn't realize how much work yeah. goes into, like, when someone passes away, like, helping things like make arrangements and it's crazy and it has to be done so quick it like does yeah something you can put off so oh, right and he chose to be buried so obviously that kind of speeds up the timeline mm-hmm. of having to do these things so um you know honestly caitlin and i had to kind of step in and and help with that we're the closest people obviously to my parents like ge- like geography wise yeah 
So it was just a lot of that. And you know, that and then was, I got bronchitis. So. Yeah. <laughs> we, we get through that. We come back and Caitlin promptly gets sick. So it's been a while. Yeah. We're getting back into the swing of things. Sorry yes. for all of your ears that have been missing. Our lovely voices. Great, wonderful voices. Yeah. Uh, but we're back. We are back. And we're going to start with a fun, I think a fun way to come back. Yes. Episode. One of y'all's favorites. We always is hear a request for this. Yeah. Um, we're doing listener stories, y'all. Hey, there's a lot. And sorry for the people that wrote like a while ago. We just, I guess we didn't have a whole lot. And then until it kind of more, came in. Yeah, until more recently. Um, so if you sent them a long time ago, you're going to hear them today. And I will caveat this too, that if you do not hear your story, um, it's not because we're, we're picking on you. It's because I'm dumb and did not see your email when I was pulling these. So but let us know. Yeah. If you do not hear your story, please let us know. You may need to resend it and we are more than happy to, to read it. This was just kind of the initial pull that I was able to do. These honestly are like my favorite and I did do just kind of a brief like read through of the ones that I'm doing. Yep. I'm going in blind to the ones that you yep, have. Same. I've like skimmed yours. Yeah, I haven't even skinned. You do all the email stuff, so... Yeah, which um, is probably why they're so missing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I always just... It's always just crazy to me, like, I stories know. that happen to people. Well, it makes our stories look like nothing. I'm like, <laughs> if anyone needs a podcast, y'all need the podcast. Yeah. Like, I don't know what we get up here and talk about each Truly. week. Truly. I think that we should do an episode, too, and we can see if this is a fan favorite um, having like listeners on, like to tell their stories. Oh, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Cause I know we've had like Lindsay on obviously yes. before, but like that would be a really cool thing to have people like randomly join yeah. and like just chat with us. That'd be cool. So if y'all like that idea, you let, let us know. Y'all. Yes. Can um, we also talk about mm-hmm. the really, I'm changing directions. Like it's all right. I'm trying to get back into like podcast it's been a while and I'm like it feels weird so go ahead um still I'm just dreaming about the salad that I'm gonna make for tomorrow I make a really yummy summer salad yes you do yes you do it's my grandmother just hates like she doesn't like fruit in her salad and I love it so she hated the idea of this and I was very upset that's like sociopathic who doesn't like fruit in their salad seriously I'm like and I know she's not gonna listen to this because she doesn't know what a podcast is so I'm not worried where am I watching I was like no 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 I always tell people it's like radio yeah I'm like it's kind of like radio Mm mm-hmm uh, but it's watermelon, sugar, hi. Uh, watermelon, cucumbers, tomatoes, feta, mm. basil, and um, lime juice. Yes, that sounds delicious. It's, it is delicious. Yeah, and um, obviously when this comes out, it, it's going to be the day after 4th of July. Yeah. But happy 4th of July. Yeah, happy Independence Day weekend. Um, we're in all America. In America. <laughs> um, you know, we're doing the long weekend thing as most people are around here so tomorrow we're gonna go to my parents house and I think grill yep a little bit and like I think my dad has caught on to how we like to do things (laughs) because he was like I was thinking we could do like an afternoon but it's gonna be hotter than hell and which is not wrong it it will be (laughs) um and he was like let's do like an early lunch like 11 I'm like god you know us we love an early lunch perfect yep early lunch is my game yeah so I'm excited I'm going to turn this so I can see. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> um, do you want to get started? Sure. I mean, we do have a lot. We do. And I'm curious to see if we hit the hour mark or if we go over. Sure. But y'all always say you want longer episodes, so I don't think anyone's going to be complaining. Sure. All right. Well, I'm sorry if in the middle I need to take a break. It's okay. <laughs> 
I, I don't know how well it's going to be reading out loud, but we're going to just go with it. Yes. Um, okay, so I've got four stories, um, or four, um, like, write-ins. People. And then, yeah. yeah, there's multiple stories in some of these. So yep. I'm just going to I'm just gonna pick one, and we're going to start. Dive right in. I don't see anywhere that anybody said that they did not want their names. I won't read it unless it's in the actual email. Yeah, um, sure. For the names, so... All right, let's start. You ready? Okay. Hit me. All right. Hey, ghouls. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to apologize for the delay in getting this to you. I never thought working retail during the holidays could get any worse, but as you all know, COVID has made everything horrendous. Let me just start by working in retail, just period, has got to be horrendous (laughs) without COVID. Okay. Have you ever worked in retail? Not in retail. I did. I worked at a greenhouse and Mm. an ice cream shop that was like combined. So I dealt with... People, people, but not necessarily like retail. See, I've never worked in retail, but I could imagine Mm-mm. the hell that it probably. You know what really pissed me off, and it's mostly my OCD is like folding clothes somewhere, and then oh. like people that like look at it and then just like throw, throw it, it back. I'm like, yeah, oh. not wrong. That would make me so angry. Okay, cool. So yeah, horrendous without COVID. So, so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry for you. Um, fuck 2020. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's and praise right. all that is good that is almost over. Well, it's over hey. now, and <laughs> hey, 2020 is starting to look a little better. Yes. Um, okay, so I'm sure you can figure out why I'm dropping by your inbox. I have a story I want to share with you. Share it. <laughs> I have a few actually, but I decided to just start with the one. It involves a little background information, so stick with me. We're stuck, girl. Here we are. All right. Let's do it. At the conclusion of World War II, my paternal grandfather returned home to Omaha where his new wife was waiting for him and began building the house that my dad and his siblings would grow up in. Okay. Years down the line, my parents moved into the house that I was raised in. Our house is less than 15 blocks away from my grandfather's. (laughs) Reminds me of your family situation. We are way less than (laughs) than blocks. blocks. We are like 500 feet. (laughs) (laughs) I could throw a baseball to their house. Um... So as you can imagine, my sister and I spent a lot of time at his house when we were little. He and I were very close, even though I only knew him for a few short years. He passed when I was just under four. Mm. After the death, my aunt moved into his house and took on a lot of the babysitting responsibilities for my sister and me. Okay. Both of my parents worked full-time jobs, and neither one of them worked a job that had a steady schedule for the first chunk of my life. For years, we spent every weekend with my aunt at her house, a.k.a. my grandfather's old house. Okay. We would bake cookies. Oh, yeah. That sounds so I got cookies to bake, too, so I'm stoked. (laughs) (laughs) Watch old movies and play games. While those were some of the best memories of my life, it was also one of the first times I ever experienced anything paranormal. Mm. It's always interesting when it's, like, kids, like, young kids that, like, have experiences. Sure. The house was a nice, average-sized house. That was filled with memories. Growing up, I had vague flashes of memories that I shared with my grandfather throughout the house. Most of my very first memories revolve around him, including the night that my parents and aunt found out he wasn't going to recover from his strokes and Mm -hmm. sent us to my maternal grandfather's house. For the most part, being in that house was peaceful because I could look at certain places and recall something that happened there. Mm -hmm. I could feel his presence in that house, and it usually didn't make me feel afraid or uncomfortable. Mm. Until it got dark outside. Oh, oh I love the dramatics. Oh, girl, I you're love a girl. Too. Yeah, girl. You got me hooked. <laughs> Once the sun had set, I never wanted to be alone <laughs> in the back half of the house. <laughs> That's very suspenseful narrating. <laughs> this part had a large living room with a love seat that was situated in a way that made a longer hallway into the bedrooms. Okay. Two of the bedrooms were less than 10 feet away from that love seat on either end of the tiniest hallway that always reminded me of the letter T. Hmm. Right? 
Okay. If he stood at the love seat, he'd look straight into the bathroom, and then a room was on either side. Okay. The master's on the right. I absolutely hated that hallway at night. Ooh. Oh, I don't like a hallway. No, I hate a hallway. <laughs> I'll tell my story about hallways after this. Um, it always felt like I was being watched, and it mm-hmm. was always in that hallway. Yep. I hated being in the living room. We would spend most of our time in the TV family room, and I would not venture past the kitchen alone at night. Either my aunt or my sister had to be with me. I remember being little and screaming my lungs out because my aunt left me in her room or the bathroom alone, and I felt like I wasn't alone. Oof. Really, Kitty? <laughs> Jeez. I never once thought I was in danger, but I always knew something or someone else was there. Mm-hmm. I hated looking up into the bedroom or bathroom doorway because I was so certain I would see someone else staring back at me. Oof. The time I felt mm-hmm. it the worst was always when I sat on the love seat, my back to the hallway. Within minutes, I would get that prickling sensation that someone was staring at me. Oh, I hate that feeling. No, nope, no, nope, I hate nope. that feeling. I don't want to be back to a hallway anyway. I like now I want to like look behind. <laughs> there ain't no one in the kitchen. You good? I'll, I'll give you a heads up if I see anything. Thank you, thank you. Um, obviously, no one was there. I wanted to stress that it was never creepy, but there were two feelings: one that was comforting feeling, and one that made me uneasy, like it was someone I didn't know. As I grew up, I stopped staying at my aunt's house every weekend as school life and other teenager things got in the way. I was about twelve when I stopped staying over there is a part of me that wonders if I stopped going there because the feeling hadn't gone away. Sure. And I would sound crazy. Sorry for the cat crunches. There's you kitty crunches the, in the, the ASMR, cat. like, behind us. Uh, you've been sleeping all morning, kitty. Of course she's awake. <laughs> um, sorry. Mm-mm. Um, part of me wonders if I stopped going there because the feeling hadn't gone away, mm-hmm. and I would sound crazy if I told people an invisible something watched me at my dead grandfather's house. Obviously, I wasn't into the paranormal at that point. I also thought that that maybe the feeling would stop. I honestly didn't spend much time at the house after that. I was about 18 when my aunt decided it was time to move, and I was admittedly heartbroken. At that point in my life, I had really started to understand and appreciate my roots, and while I wasn't over there often, that house felt like the last connection I had to my grandparents. I wasn't really ready to see it go. Yeah. Still, my sister and I pulled ourselves together and headed over to help her pack. We also brought along a cousin from my mom's side of the family. He's important later, I promise. It took a full week to pack everything and go through things. On our last day there, I was sitting in that love seat going through some of my grandparents' stuff, trying to decide what I wanted to take with me. My aunt was sitting in the chair across from me, answering any questions I had. As I sat there, I felt like I was being watched, as I always had been before, but for the first time, there was a slight different sensation. For the most part, I felt like peaceful sensation and a curious, confused one at separate times, but I was suddenly feeling them together. My dad and cousin came in, needing to take a break, and my cousin sat down next to me. Almost immediately, I noticed him tense up beside me, and he looked over his left shoulder toward the hallway. He stood up less than a minute after he sat down and said, "'Nope, don't like that for some reason.'" I'm not going to lie, I felt completely validated. He rarely, if ever, spent any time there, and this wasn't something I talked to him about. At this point, both my dad and aunt knew that I always felt uncomfortable. My dad asked me to explain when I what I was feeling, so I told him that I always felt like someone was watching me from the left-hand corner of the hallway. Mm. When I stood up and showed him where I always expected to find someone standing, he and my aunt exchanged a look. Ooh, a look. My dad was the one who found my grandfather after his first stroke that led to his death. That day, my dad informed me that if my grandfather had been standing where he was found, that spot is exactly where he would have been. I can't even tell you how much relief that brought me. But while that explained the comforting feeling, the confused, suspicious, curious one was still unknown. That's when my aunt chimed in. Apparently, my grandfather built that house with his dad. 
While they were building that portion of the house where the bedrooms and bathroom are, my great-grandfather had a heart attack and died. Oof. I don't believe that spirits are necessarily tied to one place, but I feel my grandparents' presence mm-hmm. in other places as well. I do, however, believe that they can return to places that yep. meant something to them, and totally. I'm not sure they have the same understanding of time. Sure. No, I could agree with that. My theory is that my grandfather was watching my sister and me grow up. He wanted to be part of the memory still. Mm-hmm. He loved that house, and he was entirely devoted to his family. He also really loved me. We were inseparable for the first few years. To this day, I feel his presence more than my sister does, and it's always the same sense of comfort. And my great-grandfather never knew his grandkids, so I'm sure he's checking in on his family too. And mm-hmm. if spirits don't have the same concept of time, he was probably really confused as to where my grandpa went and who the new kids were. Mm-hmm. The house has since been completely renovated and sold to a new family. I drive by it somewhat regularly and often see the new family out. I always want to stop and tell them the story of my grandfather who built the house for a woman he loved after coming back from World War II. The love story of my grandparents is an amazing, touching tale. That's sweet. And how much he would love to know another family has grown to love it. Maybe one day I'll stop and chat with them. I also want to know if that feeling went away when my aunt moved out. Although I don't think that will be a question I asked of the new owners. <laughs> Do you feel like you're being watched in your house? <laughs> it definitely is. I don't want to scare them. I also don't want to face the possibility that members of my family haven't been able to move on. Mm-hmm. I think they have, though. So that was my first story. I'm sorry if it's long and kind of boring. Nothing too exciting, just a touching moment. But I like to remember that the paranormal doesn't always make us run screaming from buildings. Sometimes mm-hmm. it brings us peace. Oh, I love I like that. Yeah. I love those stories. That's all I have for now, but I have more stories that I'd share if you're interested, including a couple that are freakier. Uh, yes. Hell yeah. Um, this is an older one. Happy holiday, ghouls. <laughs> Happy holidays. Keep up the amazing work, and I can't wait for more episodes. Ashlyn. Aw. P.S. If you ever want to do another Midwest episode, I have a lot that I know about from Nebraska and the surrounding states that I'd be happy to suggest. Yes, please. Yeah. Absolutely. And our new um, friends that we met that oh, yeah. have a work connection to you. I think uh-huh. they're from Nebraska. Did I make I think that his, up? her brother is from Nebraska. Or, yeah, no, I think they were from Nebraska. I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. But yes, absolutely. Send those stories along and I love a touching tale I know that makes us kind of probably boring but yeah like it reminds me that reminded me of my grandparents yeah and I love that that's sweet I will say too um I, I do think spirits can be in two places at one time I don't think they I agree I don't think time is the same for them because I remember when um our friend that is a medium yep. did a reading for us after my grandmother passed away she basically said something to the effect of like She's happy that she can, like, be with all of you at one time. Yeah. Because she was referring to, like, all the grandchildren in our family Mm -hmm. and, um, like, my grandmother. Kitty. (laughs) Did you see her? cat up to no good. She just splooted and got out of the couch. (laughs) Kitty, you're flat as a pancake, girl. (laughs) Just another day. Just another day. Another day. (laughs) Sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. But I like that story a lot. That was a good one. Thank you for Thanks, Ashley. That. Yeah, that yeah. was great. That was a great one. All right. Well, I'll give you a break from reading. Do you yes. want me to go next? Sure. Okay. Oh, yeah. My lungs need a break. I'll say, get a drink. <laughs> have a break. Um, so I'm going to start with a really short one, and it's by our favorite garden witch, Lindsay. <laughs> BFF. BFF. We yes. miss you, Lindsay. Yes. We need to go up to Raleigh. Yeah, y'all need to move. <laughs> <laughs> or just move um, just get here. Mike put up a post the other day and was like, if you don't like it where you are, like, leave. You're not a tree. And Mike, I was are like, you saying you don't Mike, like where let you me, are? I suggest Charleston. <laughs> uh, well, Lindsay, you know the assignment. <laughs> get to work. Yes, we love Lindsay dearly. Um, and, of course, like, this, I read this and I was like, of course, this is something Lindsay would do. <laughs> so you're ready for this? Yes. 
Okay. So Lindsay says, um, so I'm on my way home from work right now. I love that I have the vision of her driving and trying to type this at the same time. (laughs) Or she's doing like talk to text. (laughs) She says she's on her way from work right now. And I see these weird lights just hanging in the sky and it's in a triangle shape. I remember this story. (laughs) And there's three white ones and one red one in the middle and they're all blinking. So I was looking at it and I noticed that it wasn't moving because I was at a stoplight and then all of a sudden it started moving and then it stopped again and I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm pretty sure I'm seeing a UFO. I literally just am reading this or like hearing this in Lindsay's voice. Yeah. Um, So I pulled over and I could see that the thing uh, that the lights are attached to is like a big black triangle and there's no noise. Then it starts moving again and my light turned green so I had to go. So I pulled over the first place I could (laughs) and turned around and the thing was absolutely gone. What? Count on Lindsay to be running down a UFO. Yeah. Lindsay, I think, definitely attracts aliens. I think she does too. Um, and she like her, where she grew up in Vermont is yep. like wicked. We met her mom. Mm-hmm. Well, I know you've met her mom, but yeah. um, so they were in town and her mom told us a lot of stories about the things they've seen. That's so awesome. And it'd be wild up there. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. So that's a little one. I like it. Do you want me to do another one? Do you still need a break? I'm going to just go because okay. I think the sooner that I'm done, the better. Okay. <laughs> um, this is kind of, I have two little short ones and then one. Um, it's one person, but multiple stories. Okay. So I think if I can get through this, you can go again. Okay. Is, that, is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. I'm just going to keep trying to plug through because <laughs> we've got a little right. bit of time here. If I need to read your stories too, I can. <clears throat> um, so part of this got cut off and it says, hey there, ghoul. It looks like G and I just, I don't know what it says. Oh. Ghoul gals, but I just, I think I'm just going to say, hey there, ghoul gays. Ghoul gays, perfect. It's yeah. a G. Um, this is Becky. A little over a year ago, I sent in a listener story. I'm the one with the foreign exchange kid who was a paramedic and had the dead guy fall on me. Remember that one? Oh. <laughs> that one was yes, wild. It was. That was a long time ago. That was too. a long time ago. Hey, girl. How you doing? Um, yeah. Fuck 2020 was right. <laughs> My exchange student got sent home early because of COVID. Oh, that sucks. I lost my sister to cancer, left my now ex, and my dad died of COVID in December. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I know 2020 sucked for everyone, but I'm pretty sure I had a curse placed on my ass. (laughs) Yeah, that's terrible. That's That's awful. Not a good year. No. Um, Anyway, I'm writing for a couple of reasons. First, I am taking my first solo trip, and I'm heading to Merle's Inlet, South Carolina, to see my cousin. Hey! We know where that is. We do. Yes, we do. We've been there (laughs) very recently. Very recently. (laughs) Um, can y'all recommend any ghoulie haunts in the area? Mm. Budget friendly is preferable. I was thinking about taking the extra 30 minutes and driving straight through Charlotte because y'all are always talking about how beautiful it is. I think you mean Charleston, but probably, but yeah, no. Charlotte's, I've only been to Charlotte once, but Charlotte's cool too. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you ever responded to any, I would have to look. I'm not ghoulie sure. haunts. This is a while ago. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, anywhere is haunted. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of old. Yeah, I would say if you're... So Merle's Inlet, I believe, is close to Polly's Island. Yep. Oh, yeah. What is and that the, one? The Gray Man? Uh, yeah, there's the Gray Man, and then there's the Ghost of Alice that are really big. The Gray Man is a... Um, it's said that if you're on Polly's Island on the beach and you're walking and you see a, a gray... He literally looks like a, a man in gray that disappears it means that there is a hurricane coming but it also means that your house will be spared nope. and like my parents know people who have seen this and like you know it's every house in the line is like leveled and there's like remains Remain, standing so you want to see them yeah well cool mm-hmm. i don't really know a whole lot about merle's inlet 
I mean, it's very close to Myrtle Beach. It's very small, yeah, yeah. from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, now for the actual story. As I said before, I have many, but the ones I want to talk about are actually sweet. Oh, more sweet ones. Oh, I like it. Touching. My grandparents were married. Oh, it's always grandparents. Y'all are killing we, me with the grandparents because I, I love mine. <laughs> <laughs> you have my grandparents now. Yeah, I know. Love you probably more than they love me. I know. I It was so sweet because obviously when my grandfather recently passed away, passed away. Um, he was my last living grandparent, so I don't have any more living grandparents. And I, um, you were talking to your grandmother and I asked her if I could be her grandchild. She's like, you already are, dear. That accent was on point too. <laughs> if you think of the most main Northern accent you can think of, That's take that, but like there's, let's go through mammy words real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, that she says that are really funny that we always laugh at. Court. Court is a quat. Um, I think my, there's, Cheddar, which is cheddar, cheddar, and then if I say it, if I ask her to say like say like cheddar, and she goes cheddar. It sounds so weird. (laughs) Um, And I think our personal favorite is horse. (laughs) She calls them a hus, a hus, husses, and yes, she says that's hus shit. (laughs) Hus radish. (laughs) It's amazing. She is. Oh, I love her. Okay. My grandparents were married for over fifty years. Towards the end, we had moved them up by us from Louisville, Kentucky, and they Mm. unfortunately had to be placed in a nursing home Mm -hmm. the last few months of their lives. Sure. The day before my 21st birthday, my nanny, grandma, passed away. My nanny. I always love, like, hearing what people call their grandparents. (laughs) Nine days later, the... Nine days later, the gentleman that looked after my grandpa at the nursing home peeked in his room and saw that he was still up. My grandpa, Woody, was sitting upright in bed talking to someone. His caretaker asked him, Woody, who are you talking to? Grandpa said, I'm talking to Luis, my grandma, or Lois, L-O-I-S. Is that Luis or Lois? Lois, maybe? Lois, okay. Sorry. Um, (laughs) The caretaker said, Woody, you know she passed, right? Grandpa said, well, of course. So then the caretaker asked, well, what is she saying? Grandpa responded, she's asking if I will come with her. Aww. After a minute, his caretaker said, what did you say? My grandpa replied, I'm thinking about it. A few hours later, around 3 a.m., the caretaker saw my grandpa was still up. He said, Woody, what are you doing? Grandpa said, I'm still thinking about it. Grandpa died the next day. I don't think Nanny was asking. I think think Nanny was telling. Get up here. (laughs) Yeah, I think Nanny was telling. (laughs) Next is something that just happened recently. As mm-hmm. I said, Dad died in December. It was unexpected, but he did have poor health. Aww. He used to carry quarters in his pocket, so when he and my mom went to Aldi, he would always have a quarter for my mom to get a cart. Once he passed, my mom found them in one of his pairs of jeans that he that had been hanging on the back of his closet door. Uh-huh. She set them on his dresser and told me about them. She asked that I leave them be as she was afraid they would get lost. Well, a few weeks ago, my mom called me into her bedroom. She sounded nervous. When I entered the room, she asked, Becky, did you touch those quarters on your dad's dresser? I said, well, no. Why would I? There, sitting on the unmade bed, were those damn quarters. Mm. Now, mind you, it's just her and I in the house and an old dog. I was going to go make her bed as it was early in the morning, and we had just had our morning coffee. Mom had said that morning that she wanted to get fluffy new towels and that dad always hated fluffy towels. (laughs) I said, well, mom, dad isn't here anymore, so get your fluffy towels. I guess dad was letting us know he is still here by leaving those damn quarters on the bed. (laughs) Sorry about how long this is and hope y'all are doing okay. Becky. That's sweet. Yeah. And so sorry to hear about all all of that loss. I hope that 2021 is better for you. Yeah. You deserve it. 
No, and I've heard that's a very common thing, too, is people leaving, like, quarters and dimes. Mm-hmm. Like um, you see a heads-up penny, you're supposed to grab it. Yeah. That's sweet, though. Sorry, that was a really gross noise. It's if that okay. comes on the mic, sorry, y'all. <laughs> that was snot. <laughs> She's snotting over here. Okay, go All ahead. All right. So, mine is from Erica, and she says, Hi, Celeste, Caitlin, and Felines. <laughs> she said, I had the pleasure of growing up in a 100-year-old haunted house nice. on the south side of Chicago, and everyone in my family has experienced something spooky. Here are a few stories. Um, the previous owner of the house completed suicide in the main bathroom of the house and wasn't found for a week. Oof. Oof. My parents found out about this a year after buying the house. And I have a cousin who has a child refused to go into that bathroom because she was afraid of the sad man in there. She would only go in if I went with her and the sad man was afraid of me. I was a creepy child who played in the basement in the dark (laughs) with our basement ghost. Yes. So you don't give a fuck. (laughs) Play in the basement with our basement ghost. This is giving me Bly Manor vibes already. That's that's awesome. (laughs) Do you remember in Bly Manor when that little girl just told that ghost to shut up while she was singing? (laughs) And I was like, okay. (laughs) Yes. Um, She said, too, there's a vent in our hallway that every child under the age of five that has ever come to the house sits at and talks to someone for hours. We just let them be so as not to anchor the spirits. My brother was home from sick from school one day and was making food. He put the food in the microwave, left the kitchen to do something else. And when he came back, there was a transparent man standing in the doorway, shaking his head no. Naturally, my brother hid in... Uh, ran and hid until someone came home. Mm-hmm. When we checked the food, one of those heat and serve sausages, it was on re- a recall list for E. coli. So thank you, <laughs> ghost man. They're just trying to keep y'all going over there. Uh, one Christmas, my sister and I were sitting on the couch crocheting like two little old ladies. <laughs> I, who, what is this? Can we say this person's name? Did she say her name? Or he say his um, name? Erica. Yes. Okay. Erica's hitting my funny bone right now. Yes. <laughs> oh, look at that fluffy cat. And there's a cat picture, so it makes it even better. All right. It's hitting the funny bone now. Um, so her and her sister <laughs> were sitting on the couch crocheting. She was 25 at the time, um, and her sister was 19. She was facing the doorway when all of a sudden a look of surprise crossed her face. I asked her what was wrong, and she said she saw a woman standing by the door and looking at us with contentment and happiness. Oh, that's so cute. That is cute. You know what else is cute? What? That fucking cat. I know, and it's a Maine Coon, too. Hello. Is that Maine Coon as naughty as our Maine Coon? I... It looks pretty mm, naughty. I think all Maine Coons are bad. That cat looks like a bad cat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, last one. My dad passed away in 2018 from lung cancer in our house in the early hours of the morning. Later in the day, while our family was all gathered in the room uh, talking and crying, the lights turned off and on two times, and a feeling of peace came over the room. Uh My dad would often flick the lights in that room to get our attention. When all of us, when eight, all eight of us children, Lord, were gathered, we were a noisy bunch. I think it it was his way of saying goodbye. Uh Those are just a few of the ghostly encounters we've had in that house. Thanks for a cool and fun podcast. Keep up the great work, ladies. Best Erica, and attached is a picture of my big boy <laughs> for your viewing pleasure, and he is luxurious to okay, say the least. But we need to know his name. Yes, we do need he to. It's like his a Chuck. <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> Chuck Norris. <laughs> Very cute. Very this... cute. Love those stories. <clears throat> Me too. My next one has um, a dog oh, attached to it. Just um, this it. is Joe's dog. Look at it. Like, look back at it. Oh, that booty. <laughs> Dennis used to do that, too. Yep. It was always so cute. That's very cute. Um, okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Um, hi, guys. My name is Joe. I discovered your podcast a few months ago and now binge it every day at work. 
I've been in love with the paranormal and, well, pretty much anything high strangeness since I discovered the X-Files at nine years old. My little lesbian heart fluttered for the first time when I saw Agent Scully on the screen. But oh. that's another story for a different time. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. I've never been very sensitive to the paranormal and had never experienced anything myself until I met my girlfriend. We've been dating... Since we've been dating... That's like I, you. <laughs> yeah. Since we've been dating, I've experienced unexplained knockings coming from the garage door. Mm. Our three dogs freaking out at invisible somethings in the room. Mm-hmm. And Sully, our great Dane. Oh my God, a great Dane. We want a great Dane so bad. Me too. Yeah. Well, we. Yeah. <laughs> we do. <laughs> and we do. Um, and Sully, our great Dane. Um, and Corso Mix. Mm. I don't know what that is. It's a breed. It sounds beautiful. They're very cute. Who usually sleeps in our room, refusing to come in for bedtime, waking up and barking at 4 a.m. every day for about a month straight. Mm. The story, though, begins with my girlfriend long before we met. She was driving through a small mountain here in Southern California. It was about 7 p.m. on one of those days when the sky has a pinkish hue around that hour. Mm. As she drove something... As she drove something in the sky, caught her eye. She described it as a transparent glimmer mm. that came into focus in the shape of an egg. That's Ooh, a UFO. The aliens. Yep. Now, I'm getting very excited because unlike me, she doesn't know how much of, about these types of happenings, let alone that egg-shaped UFOs are very common, very much a common description in UFO sightings. Mm-hmm. She said the giant egg did a vertical 180 and sucked away, leaving a strange ripple effect in the sky. Mm. I felt a sudden wash of emotion and welled up with tears. Oh. A short while before this, she and a friend were hiking up to the Hollywood sign when they reached a lookout point. She described a strange sudden silence and lack of other hikers. Mm. She said this was weird because up until then, the trails were packed with hikers coming up and down the hill. Mm-hmm. They were alone looking out onto the city when they noticed a man standing behind them. Uh, uh, uh. No, thank you. He was wearing a crisp black suit with nice shiny shoes and was talking on the phone in a language they couldn't understand. Keep in mind, this is the middle of summer. Mm. He hung up and asked if they wanted him to take their picture. My girlfriend, being a photographer who usually takes her camera wherever she goes, handed him the camera and they posed for a picture. He took the picture and handed back the camera. She and her friend looked down at the picture and when they looked up... To him, he was gone. Oof. Only a second or two had passed, and he had just vanished. Mm. Ooh, that was an alien. She said there was no one, nowhere he could have hidden because it was a wide area, and they could clearly see far up and down the trail. As soon as he was gone, the sound of nature returned, and once again, the trail was full of hikers. Weird. Y'all just got abducted. That's like a blip in the time. Like that's a like yeah. ripple in the matrix. That would right be there. a really good episode. Like yeah. time, like glitches. Uh, yeah, like matrix. Like the babies that are like looking in the mirror, and oh. then like it's like a delayed that's reaction. A baby. Yeah, that's fucked up. Um. So let me see. Goddamn single space. I know. I like it. My <laughs> eyes do not function like this at all. I live in double space. <laughs> land, thank you. Um. Okay. So they finished the hike and they sat down to eat. At dinner, not far from the trails, when the salt shaker started slowly rotating and sliding on the table. Mm-mm. They both felt a deep heaviness and uncontrollable tears started streaming from their eyes. I'm convinced they had a men in black encounter. I was literally yep. going to say this, yes. And the silence on the trail sounded a lot like the Oz effect. To top it off, a few days after, she told me this story. She was waiting in my room for me to come home after work when she heard a knock at the door. My room had a large window that sat side by side with the front door, so she peeked through the curtain. It was a man. She described 
describes him as a very monotone, wearing a dark fedora, dark glasses, and a dark suit. He knocked on the door, waiting for a response, turned around, and walked away. He got into a car she described as a vintage car that looked like new. Again, I'm freaking out because, again, it's another common description mm-hmm. of in men in black yeah. encounters. And, again, she doesn't know this stuff. Now, I guess she could be yanking my chain, but I do believe she's being honest. We've been together for two years now, and her story has never changed. Thanks for getting me through my work days. P.S. I hope you enjoy these pictures of our fur babies. I very Aww. much do. That's fucked up, dude. Ooh, Men in Black would be a great episode, too. Yeah, that's um, nuts. Yeah, I definitely think that's what it was. Yeah. Um, that's maybe insane. they were coming to, like, wipe her memory. Yeah. Like... And take the picture. Yeah. Shoo. Right. Oh, I don't nuts. know. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Also, I've always wanted to see the Hollywood sign. Never, I've never seen that before. I've only been to California once, and I was same like three. Same, yeah, I was yeah. little. I always love to go. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, you doing all right? I'm doing good. I'm ready to be done. Hanging in, okay. <laughs> but I've got one more big one after this, and then okay, that's it. All right, Lego. Okay, well, this one. I just is... love. Can I just have this one of the cat? Yeah, you can look at that big oh, orange look at chunk. That. Very cute. I like those throw pillows too. Girl, where'd you get those? Erica, can we be best friends? <laughs> I like your pillows and I like your cat. Okay, go ahead. Good? Yes. All right. So this is from Julia. Okay. She said, Hi, girls. I've recently started listening to your podcast and I really enjoy it. I just finished episode eight on Ouija boards. Oof. <laughs> When I was 14 or 15, me and my best mate, oh, Oh. you sound like you may be from outside of the U.S. if you're using mate. That makes me excited. I love that. At the time, and read about someone's experience of a Ouija board in a teen magazine. Of course, us being stupid and curious (laughs) decided it'd be a good idea to do this. I honestly, to this day, am not sure if it was her pushing the glass or me without knowing, but we'll share with you anyway. So I will say on that subject, there is a known phenomenon, um, and they have researched this before when people do Ouija boards, Mm -hmm. that sometimes um, your unconscious movements can happen without your conscious mind being aware of it. Mm -hmm. So that sometimes can account for the plantain, like moving, or planchette. Plantain. (laughs) (laughs) A very rare misstep by Celeste Seymour just happened and you're like <laughs> I don't even know it, you just what smell, a it's a fucking like? banana dude <laughs> just pushing the banana around. fucking idiot <laughs> it can sometimes you are so serious about it too sometimes you can move the plant <laughs> oh goodness oh that was a good okay, one now you hit the funny yeah one. that was a good one Planchette. Planchette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up. It is. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to keep going then. Uh, we contacted someone and seemed fun, and then they got a bit dark. I still have my notebook stored somewhere, I think, with the notes of the responses. Sorry, I don't remember a lot, but I remember we freaked out. I asked the spirit about what it sh- I should do about an ex, and it said kill. <laughs> oh. We had something... Um, that was hanging up fall, and my friend kept hearing footsteps in her house after. Because y'all probably didn't. <laughs> Do you need a minute? No. I just, I keep thinking about it. it the plantain. The moving the plantain it's around. It's all vegetarian. <laughs> Some people like to use plantains. I don't know what to tell you. Um, she said, myself, I keep hearing someone, I kept hearing someone call me or saying something, and I would feel someone tap me. Ooh. I'd freak out at a friend's house when she had a sleepover, and I just kept seeing this bald man figure in the corner and took ages to calm down. 
I spoke to someone about what was going on in Ouija board, the Ouija board, and I had explained, oh, did I miss this line? No, I explained that it could be overactive imagination, or I did have an experience, but I had to fight the negative in a way. Over the years, I realized, and she spelled realized with an S, not a Z, so that tells me you're probably not from the U.S., and that makes me happy, because <laughs> I always love when we have international uh, listeners. I realized that the things I heard and felt, I realized was not harmful, and I just stopped being so scared. I still have it now, the little experiences. Uh, most of the moment, I'll be sitting on my bed and will feel when my cats jump on the bed and come towards me. I turn around and nothing. The girls are still downstairs, so is there... Uh, mom or mom bells who is buried in the garden checking in or have a big imagination who knows i'm still interested in all paranormal but i refuse to ever do a ouija board again Mm -mm. that is for professionals and even then can still be dangerous good choice girl yes i am doing oh a parapsychology course and got supernatural in a supernatural myth and legends course to do in criminology I, i'm really interested okay where, what program are yeah, you in because awesome. i'm about to switch my doctorate <laughs> to parapsychology yeah that's awesome she said sorry i rambled and probably need to get back to work loving <laughs> the podcast thank you julia that's awesome that's yeah, wild good on the ouija board yeah. don't do that i just mm, 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 mm. you never know what that plantain's gonna do you don't <laughs> that plantain can go anywhere <laughs> Goodness gracious, that was funny. Yes. Funny, funny. Okay, this is my last one. It is a longer one. You can do it. Um, You're almost there. We are almost done. So, well, you've got a couple more. So. I've got two more. We might go over an hour, but that's okay. That's perfect. Better timing than I thought it was going to be. I thought we were going to be way over. Me too. Is anybody sick of listening to this voice yet? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is from Monica. Uh, Monica has a few stories, so I'm going to obviously I'll pause in between each one and mm-hmm. let you know, but... Um, so this says, good morning, ladies. First off, let me say how much I love this podcast and always look forward to the new episodes, especially listener stories. Oh, well, hey. I've been meaning to send you guys some stories for a while now, but I'm a brand new teacher this year. Yikes. I know. God bless you. And life is crazy busy for everyone right now. So I know you'll understand. Oh, we do. I'm an eighth grade English teacher and I'm loving it. No, this year is not ideal, but it is still important. I teach virtually and in person if that gives you any idea of how hectic things have been around here for me. Okay, may I just say that I had a phenomenal eighth grade um, English teacher, Mrs. Johnson, and she literally was the person that inspired me to start writing. So, like, kudos to you. That's awesome. Kudos for being just a teacher through COVID. Amen. Okay. So let me start off with some stories that have happened in and around my family house. We don't live in it, but my aunt, uncle, and two cousins do. Okay. Prior to them, everyone else in our family that has lived there has died unexpectedly, Mm. usually in the house. Mm -hmm. I lived there for a short time when I was younger because there is a one-bedroom apartment attached to the house that my single mother and I inhabited when I was growing up. Okay. Now my uncle rents it out to young single people in the area. Okay. Before the beautiful house was built in 1918, it was all farmland. I never mentioned that this is located in New York. Hmm. The first story that I've ever heard from this location was that my great, great, great grandfather, (laughs) no good, dirty, rotten, great, 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 pig stealing grandfather. (laughs) (laughs) You ever watched Holes? You will understand. That's such a good movie. Yeah. Um, So that's three greats. Great, great, great grandfather was tending to the fields one day and fell off of his riding lawnmower because he got so scared, all the hair on his body turned white. Mm. My aunt and uncle saw a young child at the end of their bed one night. Things were moved without explanations, etc. Wow. No, thank you. My mother tells me that this house was an absolute nightmare to grow up in. I wish she could tell me because she's a much better storyteller than myself, but I'll do my very best. 
She said they'd find their belongings in strange places, like the fridge or even the basement. <laughs> the fridge moved? Or no, no, like things, things in, in the, the fridge. fridge. I'm like, That's yeah, what I think. Things moving in the fridge. <laughs> I think the fridge should go in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> um... One time she asked my grandma if she could borrow one of her necklaces. She loved it and wanted to wear it one day. My grandma kept telling her no, so she kept asking until one day she did allow her to borrow it so she could wear it to school. Hmm. My mom was so happy and finally wore the necklace to school. She tells me that when she got home from school that day, she took the necklace off, carefully set it down on her dresser so she wouldn't lose it and get into any trouble with her mom. A day or two goes by, and my grandma wants the necklace back, so my mom goes to the dresser to retrieve it, and it's gone. Mm. She said that she freaked out because she was sure she had set it down carefully as to not misplace it. She tried to explain that to my grandmother, but she always acted like the thing was, like the things going on in the house weren't happening. She never fully acknowledged that something was going on and just blamed my mother for being irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Grandma was pissed. Days mm. passed until they found the missing necklace in the refrigerator. How do you explain <laughs> that? That's weird. <laughs> That is weird. Okay. That's story one. Okay. This next story is... Uh, these are all from Monica. Mm-hmm. This is her next story. This next story is the one that happened to me and a very close friend of mine when we went to visit my family in New York one summer. Okay. I'm from New York, but we moved south after 9-11. Hmm. I picked my best friend at the time to go with us. My mom and dad drove us and my little sister to New York in our minivan. I was maybe in junior... Junior high, upper middle school during this time. Mm -hmm. We had a blast. I got to see family, go to the beach, and do basically all of my favorite things with my favorite person in my favorite place. Did you ever do that where, like, if you went to the beach, you had, like, a friend come with you? Yeah. Oh, for sure. That was, like, so much fun. Yeah. I remember doing that, too. Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. We stayed with my aunt, uncle, and cousins in that house while we were visiting, of course. One night, the adults decided we'd go to the diner for dinner. Okay. They came downstairs to the basement to herd us kiddos back upstairs. The basement at this time was kind of like my cousin's playroom. There's a big TV, guitars, games, etc. Mm-hmm. So we basically would hang out down there during the day, and since we had a friend with me, we lined up our twin mattresses on the floor and had a huge slumber party every night. Oh, fun. It got messy often, but we'd pick up after ourselves when we needed to. Mm-hmm. We all decided that we'd straighten up the basement as soon as we got back from the diner for from dinner. Once we left, dinner was yummy, and we were dreading coming back to the house. We didn't want to clean and pick up after ourselves after eating, like, little heifers. <laughs> <laughs> I was the first one to make it back down to the basement. Once we returned, I stopped dead in my tracks. Expecting to see the shit show that the basement was when we left, I was speechless. I remember stopping on the stairs, wondering to myself, did my grandma come do it already? She never mentioned doing it for us, and we knew we'd... We said we'd do it when we got back to the house. Mm-hmm. The basement was spotless. What? I'm talking the mattresses. Got a cleaning ghost. Yeah, I want one. Damn. <laughs> I'm talking the mattresses were all stacked up in size order with all of our pillows and blankets folded nicely and stacked on top. Dang. Also, all of our various stuffed animals were sitting up as if they'd been propped up in a cute way in front of our pillows on the mattresses. Okay, well, that's cute. Everything was picked up for us. I asked my grandma if she'd beaten me to the basement. She had OCD, but it was still frustrating when she'd do things that I'd planned on doing. She laughed and denied having gone down there before me in the most serious look, so I instantly believed her. She could tell I was spooked, so I explained what I saw. But seriously, who has an explanation for that? I wasn't complaining, but it freaked me out that someone was down there touching my belongings and I wasn't there. If they could clean and move all of this, what else could they be capable of doing? I remember all of us standing at the base of the stairs in the basement, scratching our heads in confusion about what had happened. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I want a cleaning ghost. It would kind of spook me, too. It would scare me, but, like, as an adult, I don't I don't hate that idea. Do you want a mop? <laughs> yeah, like, if you want to, you know, do all the floors magically, <laughs> I ain't going to man. Yes. Okay. Next. 
Once I got old enough to fly on airplanes by myself, my parents would let me go to New York and stay with my aunt, uncle, and cousins in that house for a few weeks during summer months. Hmm. One summer, we were swimming in their pool in the backyard all afternoon, and I finally took a break and decided to go inside to pee real quick, and I'd come back out because my cousins were waiting for me in the pool. My aunt was at work, and my uncle was in the garage playing pool with a buddy in buddy of his and listening to the radio it was a normal bright and sunny day i went in the back door and since the basement is dark and creepy i decided i'd go to the upstairs bathroom as i made my way upstairs nothing was out of the ordinary i climbed the stairs like usual when i was in the bathroom i could hear my cousin's voices from the backyard and soft music coming from my uncle below there's a little window in the upstairs bathroom there and everything was how it should be but be when I looked out. Mm-hmm. Once I was done washing my hands, I opened the bathroom door and started at the top of the staircase. All of a sudden, I heard a forced whisper that sounded like it said my name, but like it wanted my attention. Monica. Oof. I jerked my head around, thinking that it was one of my cousins or someone from another room. As I examined each room, I came to the realization that technically I was upstairs alone. I was the only one that was actually in the house at the time. Mm. I shrugged and walked outside and asked if anyone had been upstairs. I didn't tell anybody that day. I guess I I just wanted to make sure that I really heard what I thought I heard. It was so clear, and I could hear it as plain as day. I wasn't scared because it was so bright and sunny outside, but looking back on it now, who knows who was up there with me that day. Oof. That's creepy. Dang. Don't say my name. Yeah. Don't say my name. Say my name. <laughs> okay. Um, last little bit. It okay. is now May 29th of 2021. It's been such a busy year that I just now got to take a look at this and revise it enough to send. School is out, and I'm so excited to enjoy some summer before returning to school in August. I found out that next year I'll be teaching seventh grade English. I apologize again for how long this took. I'll have more stories for you all one day that will more than likely revolve around this haunted ass house. <laughs> I hope there are enough. These are good enough to be in your listener story episode. You two are amazing. And I wish we could be BFFs in real life. <laughs> Girl, we can. Um, I don't, what is I S T G? Does that stand for something? I swear to God. I swear to God. Oh, okay. Okay. We're with the hip kid language. I'm not. <laughs> Clearly. I'm just guessing. I swear to God, I feel like I know you both personally. Say hi to the lovely and now diabetic Mishkin Kitty for me. <laughs> if you're ever in Arkansas, let me know. XOX. Oh. Miss Monica. That was pretty good. That's creepy. Thank you. Yeah. And God bless you for being a teacher. Yeah. Of seventh grade. During a pandemic. Because I couldn't even teach to begin (laughs) with. Fun fact. I thought I was going to be a high school Spanish teacher. And it took one little internship to steer me clear of that desire. So... Yeah. You have my undying respect. <laughs> and hey, that's a really... I love that it's English. That's great. That's what is my favorite subject by far. Yeah. All right. You ready for this one? Yes. Now that you've got a little break. And yes. Finish your stories. All right. So this is from Elizabeth. And she says, and it's single space, so God help me. This will be long, but every word is true, and it's a wild ride. Um, she says, when I was a kid, I would see some crazy shit that couldn't be explained. My parents convinced me that I had an overactive imagination. I mean, who doesn't? Mm-hmm. I would see things that couldn't be explained and no one else in my family would ever admit to seeing. I'm not crazy, and they had to have seen some of this shit. I'm talking in piles of clothing in mine and my brother's room, moving from one corner to the next. My dolls are stuffed animals not being where I left them Mm-mm. before going to sleep, or even the freaking knocking that would be under my feet when I would get into bed. Yep, that one was never fun. How I turned out normal, I will never know. <laughs> 
Anyways, let's move on to age 12. My aunt, and she says it in quotations, you know, not the not blood relatives, but you grew up with kind of on. Yes. Mm-hmm. Passed away and my parents decided to buy her house. So we moved only like two blocks over. A little background is needed for this demon infested home. Oh, girl. Mm-mm-mm. I should have saged before this episode. <laughs> we as in my family would go over to my aunt's house often. My aunt was in her 70s and lived alone. The floor plan of the house and this will be important, went front room, dining room, kitchen, and then my brother's room. My parents' room was off to the left of the dining room, along with their bathroom and a small craft room attached. My room was next to my parents down a hallway of like four feet. Attached to my room was the demon bathroom that I joined, that joined to my brother's room. Phew. Okay. (laughs) Now let the fun begin. (laughs) When I would stay the night with my aunt, obviously when she was living, I would stay in what would be my bedroom when we moved. At night, I would hear the fucking toilet flush in the demon bathroom. Well, at least they're got the courtesy. You got a courtesy flush. flush. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Bathroom, and the lights turn on and off for no reason. Truly, I mean it when I say demon bathroom. <laughs> My room had sliding closet doors. I could not sleep unless these doors were closed because I would feel as if something was watching me. Mm-mm-mm. Every time I stayed the night, these damn doors would be slightly open in the no. morning. My mom lived in a house like that. Um, oh they God. rented a house growing up where a woman completed suicide in. And her, she had, like, closet doors that would always open, and they had to, like, get latches on them, and the latches would be undone in the morning. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Nay, Yeah. Nay, nay, indeed. Okay, so now we've moved in, and yep, I'm in the same bedroom and have to share the demon bathroom with my brother. The same freaking closet doors would slide open almost nightly, and the bathroom door would just be slightly open in the morning. Now, I had to convince myself that this was my brother playing pranks on me, or I would lose my shit. The first time I felt something, I was awoken to my day bed. Yes, this was the early 90s when all the girls had to have a day bed. Girl, I remember that. Shaking back and forth. No. Ooh, no, I don't do shaking Get beds. Get out. Mm-mm. I yelled at my well, brother. I shaking beds. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. That was a strong eye roll. <laughs> Demonic shaking beds. I yelled at my brother to knock it off and went back to sleep. The next morning I asked him, what the fuck, why were you shaking my bed? And he just looked at me like I was crazy and said he wasn't in my room and called me a loser. <laughs> that sounds like a brother if I've ever heard of one. I didn't have a brother, but... He calls me a loser. <laughs> yeah. I was the older sibling and I called Gabby a loser many a time. <laughs> More of the same happened for years. My parents moved to another house closer to my dad's work and left the demon house to my brother and I. Billy, my brother, pretty much kept to his room in the back and used the demon bathroom. See, it sounded like Billy and the demon were on good terms. Yeah. <laughs> I packed my shit and moved into what was my parents' room and said peace out to the bathroom. Mind you, we were only 18 and 19 living in this house alone. That's interesting. My brother was a partier and was rarely at home or came home after I went to bed. I worked during the day and went to college at night, so we weren't ever really in the house at the same time. Anyways, even though I knew my brother wasn't at home, I could convince myself that it was him walking through the house at night. Distinctive footsteps from the living room all the way back to his bedroom on almost a nightly basis followed by the toilet flushing and the demon bathroom. (laughs) I was 18 and I had to believe it was my brother. It was my lucky day when he decided to move in with his girlfriend and leave me to suffer in the house without his protection. (laughs) The day he moved out, I shut the water off to the demon bathroom and locked the doors. They would not open anymore. Or so I thought. The next day... I came home from work and walked through the house to make sure no one broke in and was waiting to kill me. When I got to my old room, the motherfucking bathroom door was open. The lights were on. Sink and faucet were running. And in my old bedroom, the closet doors were open. 
I turned everything off, relocked the bathroom doors, and took the closet doors off the closet and threw them outside. <laughs> in parentheses, done. Wow. The closet in my new room had a latch on it to keep the doors closed, and never had I had a problem with it. Well, I guess I pissed off the demon because shit went down. The next day I was sleeping in my room. I had my dog in the bed with me, who's a German shepherd, and my cat laying on my side. I heard doors slamming in the demon half of the house, and my cat was standing with her back arched and hissing. My dog was crying and trying to get under my covers. My closet doors flew, and I mean flew open, and I looked in my doorway and saw what I can only describe as green wavy lines going from the top to bottom with faces coming through it, but not breaking the threshold. I remember there being multiple faces, but I could only focus on one. This face had glasses and looked like it was trying to yell at me, but there wasn't sound. This lasted for a few minutes, and the whole house went quiet. I packed a bag, grabbed my pet, said <laughs> peace out, and went to my parents' house. I don't blame you one bit. No, that's terrifying. I refused to ever go back in that house. My brother had to pack my belongings. I will still have nightmares, and they always seem to be set in the home. Oof. I will be in my old room and walk towards the demon bathroom, and the house will shake, and the door will try to open. I always imagine... I always manage to keep the door from opening past an inch or so before I can slam it shut. In my nightmares, I can be I can hear what only can be described as multiple demons talking in a low growl to me. Needless to say, when I wake up, I don't go back to sleep. A few years later, I was staying at my aunt's house, another aunt. She was a surgical RN and worked night, so I worked day. So again, we were rarely home at the same time. One night, I woke to see my closet door open, in parentheses, fuck my life, <laughs> and my aunt's dog run out of it and jump on my bed. Mind you, the only way to get this door was to turn the knob and push uh, from my side or pull from the inside. How the fuck did the dog get in there, and how did the door stay open to let her out and then close? The next morning, my aunt asked if I had someone stay over. I said no and asked why. She swears she saw a man in a long black leather jacket walk into my room but never came out oh you had a man in black come to your house too whoa so that night i had to come to jesus i had to come to jesus talk with jesus i said lord i know you must think i am strong enough to handle this craziness but i assure you i am not (laughs) i have had nothing happen since that day i refuse to watch scary movies in the home because i feel like i would be inviting the shit back in my life that is probably Mm -hmm. a good idea yep anyways i'm sorry this was so long keep doing you you guys are amazing P.S. The demon house was demolished after my dad sold it. Nice. <laughs> Dang, That's girl. wild. You lasted longer than I did. I would have. I'm yeah, gone. that's terrifying. It's hard, mm-hmm. too, because, like, shit like that, man, like, that sticks with you. Like, that doesn't oh, just yeah. go away. It's For sure. Awful. Yeah. No, thank you. <clears throat> All right. We ready for the last one? Yep. All right. So this one says... Hi, ghouls. My name is Jack, and I've been listening to your podcast for the last month. I just caught up, and I've got to say I love you guys. Oh, we love you, too. Also, I'm sorry about your puppy boy. I know that must be hard for you, too. Thank you. Anyway, I wanted to write in for a while, but I wanted to be fully caught up on your episodes because I'm obsessed with listener stories. I have a story that's kind of crazy, or maybe I'm just crazy. (laughs) So my freshman year of college, my roommate at the time comes into the dorm and excitedly asks if... I or a few of our friends would be interested in ghost hunting around our small town. I say yes. I'm not much for messing with spirits, especially those around South Carolina. Oh, hey. What up? You never know who or what you might come across. That is damn true. Yep. All right. We drive out to the lake and stop at a gas station because my roommate had this feeling. She claimed on one more than one account to see spirits. Don't get me wrong. I think that is something people can do. But this girl was known to lie for attention. Anyway, the four of us get in the car and walk to the bridge. Mind you, it is a busy road, and a few of us, mostly me, are a little hesitant to just go be bopping across the bridge in the middle of the night, but she insists. 
we all stand around watching my roommate talk about this pretty well, um, well-known death that took place on the bridge. As she finishes up her story, basically a retelling of the newspaper article, my friend points this out and the roommate gets pissed. We all get back in the car and start heading back to campus. I'm sitting in the back seat with my two friends. Roommate is in the front seat and her guy friend is driving. This is where the story gets weird. So it's dead silent in the car, no music, no one is talking and no one is on their phones. I'm looking out the window and all of a sudden I see this flash of a pink square. A few seconds later, I see roses. And a few seconds after that, I see an older woman with salt and pepper hair and gold framed reading glasses. By see, I mean like in my head or my mind's eye. Anyways, I'm freaking out because we were just on a ghost hunt and something about this woman makes me think she's passed on or maybe connected to someone in the car. The only person I don't know well is the guy friend who's driving. So I texted my roommate to ask if he has a grandma named Rose because he might want to reach out to his family. She doesn't know. So like a psycho, she asks, mind you, they've known only known each other three days. And the dude looks real freaked out when she says this. He's like stumbling over his words, looking back in the rearview mirror and pale. He wants to know how she knows that his grandmother about his grandmother. And she looks back to me like, well, so I have to explain this to a total stranger that I may be communicating with a dead relative. He drops the bomb that grandma has not passed on, but her husband has. And that's when I see this boy and his grandpa fishing on a family pond as he was a kid. We're all freaking out naturally (laughs) as you do as you would and i tell him to check on his grandmother because i think that's what i think his grandpa wanted from him we get back to campus and he goes home and the next day tells us that he called his grandma and planned on going to see her honestly i think that's what his grandpa wanted unfortunately for my roommate they broke up um, because he was just too freaked out and honestly i can't blame him anyway sorry for rambling on i hope this isn't too long and i can't wait to listen to your next episode stay spooky jack Wow. wow. Imagine just having like a medium moment. Like, I say, randomly. I, think, I think you got a little medium thing think, going yeah. on. Could explore that. That'd be pretty cool. That is cool. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Those were great stories. Those were great. I, I mean, loved that a lot of them were sweet. We had a few like spooky, scary. I know. I love a sweet ghost story. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah. And it was uh, well overdue because we had a fair amount to read. Yeah, so. for sure. That was perfect. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, do you want to start wrapping up? Sure. Um, you can come visit me on Facebook. Yes. For the podcast. Yep. <laughs> You're like, and that's it? That's all I got? You can come find us on Instagram at Ghoul Friends Podcast. Excuse me. You can see us on Twitter at Ghoul underscore Friends. And we now have a TikTok. Yep. At Ghoul Friends Podcast, which we try to update with lots of cat TikToks. It's 90% cat TikToks. <laughs> TikToks? TikToks. My grandmother calls it TikTok. TikTok. Because there was the TikTok pasta, but yes. now it is forever called the TikTok pasta. Forever. <laughs> yes. Um, if you would like to buy merch, you can do that at ghoulfriendspod.redbubble.com. And if you have a listener story that you'd like to send in, and please do. You can always email us or send that to ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And we would love to read it in another episode because we love these. These are easily our favorite ones to do. All right. Well, any final words? Um, Don't forget your plantain. (laughs) Yeah. Be careful of that plantain. That thing will move around. (laughs) All right. Well, for now, we are so happy to be back. And we, I want to say thank you as well for all your well wishes about my grandfather. It is much appreciated. Uh, For now, we hope you have a safe and spooky week. Happy 4th of July weekend. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your ghoul friends. Hey, play day. (laughs) We back.